Before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to give a shout out to all the Buzzsprout exclusive supporters out there who have signed up to receive the bonus episodes each week. It means a lot that you all took the time to sign up because I know there's millions of places you can go in this world to pay for additional content, so thank you very much. I am shifting over to another platform other than Buzzsprout very soon. We are going to try to do it without any interruption to the bonus episode, so it should be all fine, but I just wanted to give a heads up in case there is an issue. Let you all know what the deal is when I get the details, but we'll make sure you don't miss out, so please just bear with me while we change hands. Thank you guys so much. Now, on to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Twisted News, where we get you up to speed on some of the strangest news stories currently happening in our world. Today, we dabble into the paranormal realm as we look back at the creepy viral trend that a teen summoning bad spirits with the game called Charlie Charlie. After that, the story of an expert in poisons who decided to use them to get rid of his wife. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Charlie Charlie Back in May of 2015, social media witnessed the viral spread of a simple but eerie trend, the Charlie Charlie Challenge. If you're not aware of how it all works, Charlie Charlie is actually pretty easy piece of paper is pardoned off into four sections. Each one then alternates with the words yes, no, yes, no. And two pencils are then placed in the middle of the paper perpendicular to one another. And now, Charlie can be summoned. Either by yourself or with a group of people, you now attempt to bring the supernatural entity known as Charlie into your world. You open the conversation with questions like, can we play or are you there? And if the top pencil moves, it will reveal the answer and freak everyone out while making for some good social media content. At first glance, this all seemed like an innocent enough game, and it should have been as it was revealed to have actually been created as a promotional stunt for a Warner Brothers movie called The Gallows. But it didn't take long for it to take on a life of its own. Soon, despite its fictional origins, there were some people who claimed the game had more sinister consequences than anticipated. For example, in Fiji, the Ministry of Education banned the game entirely, punishable by law if you were caught playing. In Colombia, four teenage girls were admitted to the hospital after summoning Charlie. Ultimately, though, they were released with a diagnosis of mass hysteria. In 2017, Libya also banned the game, blaming it on six deaths. Christians around the world have warned against calling on spirits from the afterlife, and they've said they had to perform exorcisms on some people who had summoned Charlie when he didn't want to leave. And recently, back in the news again is an example of just this. In a quaint town in Mexico, a group of curious girls decided to test their mettle against the trending dare. However, in an unsettling twist, it was said that this group of girls didn't just get a yes from Charlie, but something far more malevolent. The repercussions were not confined to the paper and pencils, and they were terrifyingly real. 
Footage, said to be from a church, has circulated online and it shows the young girl supposedly under the influence of this malevolent spirit, writhing on the cold, unforgiving concrete floor. Their screams pierce the thick, tense air as bystanders recite holy verses in a desperate attempt to exorcise the entity. At one point, a girl lunges at another with a disturbing ferocity, only to be held back by the onlookers. For five hours, this battle between the spiritual and the mortal played out. When the exorcism showed no sign of succeeding, the girls were taken away for medical attention. But what ailment could doctors diagnose? Was it mass hysteria or something more inexplicable? While people who dabble in the Charlie Charlie game and film it to post up on their socials may be looking for views and fame, you could argue that in order to ensure they get it, they take things to the next level and act as though they are possessed. They may not even be doing it consciously, but just from anticipation and a sort of mass psychosis. And then again, possessions have been happening since the beginning of religion, so it's also possible that there may in fact be a bad spirit out there waiting for that boundary between this world and the next to be broken that he can come and take over. And Charlie, Charlie, where are you? Number two, deadly expertise, the Connor Bowman case. In the city of Rochester, Minnesota, sinister tales of dark intrigue really make the headlines. Life here is pretty simple and easygoing, but in August of 2023, something very bad happened. That got everyone's attention. On August 16th, Betty Bowman, a bright 32-year-old pharmacist, was admitted to the hospital with symptoms that initially appeared to be the result of food poisoning. However, a sudden and unexpected turn for the worse ended her life just four days later when she succumbed to what was described as a sudden-onset autoimmune and infectious illness. It wasn't the rapid deterioration of her health that drew the attention of authorities, but the circumstances surrounding her death. The prime suspect was none other than her husband, Connor Bowman, a 30-year-old med student and poison specialist for the University of Kansas. Connor had an intimate knowledge of deadly substances. His expertise was about to be scrutinized in ways he never imagined. Two months after Betty's tragic death, Connor was arrested and charged with second-degree murder. Authorities allege that Connor had administered a substance known as liquid colchicine to his wife. While the National Library of Medicine notes the use of colchicine for the treatment of gout, it can be deadly at high dosages. For Betty, any amount over 0.5 milligrams per kilogram of her body weight would be lethal As investigators uncovered, Connor had done the chilling math. Detectives looked into the suspicious death of the healthy young woman, and digital footprints revealed a sinister side to Connor's online activities. He had made precise searches to determine Betty's weight in milligrams, and subsequently, how much colchicine would be required to be lethal for someone of her stature. Just five days before Betty's tragic end, He had queried purchasing colchicine. His web history also betrayed a certain paranoia, 
which he was right to be concerned about but ignored, as he actually searched whether internet searches could be used as evidence in court and even looked into deleting his Amazon data. His friends and family grapple with the horror of the situation. Sarah Lee, sir, a close acquaintance, set up a GoFundMe page in memory of Betty, remembering her as a light to so many people. The funds raised were aimed at helping Betty's mother, Nancy, navigate through the ensuing legal cost and other unexpected expenses. The community mourned the loss of a vibrant woman who never missed a chance to travel and experience the world. Betty's obituary painted the picture of an individual who inspired and encouraged others to live authentically. Meanwhile, the Mayo Clinic, a renowned medical institution in Minnesota, made it known that Connor had been a resident there. The clinic swiftly distanced itself, stating, We are aware of the recent arrest of a former Mayo Clinic resident on charges unrelated to his Mayo Clinic responsibilities. As of now, the judicial wheels are in motion. It remains uncertain whether Connor has entered a plea or secured legal representation, but he has been charged with manslaughter. And Connor, a poison expert who poisoned his wife, now may spend the rest of his life behind bars. Hey, if you're in the New York City area this December 9th, which is a Saturday, please come hang out with me and my cast and crew as we premiere the feature film that I wrote and directed called An Angry Boy on the big screen at the New York City Horror Film Festival. It will be playing at the Look Dine-In Cinema on West 57th Street, and it should be a really great time, so I hope to see you there. For tickets, just go to nychorrorfest.com and come say hello. So there were two of the most haunting and scary news stories that we have for you today. I'm Andrew, and I want to thank you for tuning in. If you like this, please do subscribe, as we have episodes on this channel coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We hope you come on back. Thanks for all your support and for tuning in. I'll see you all in the next one.